There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Take your banking to the next level with GoTime Bank. With GoTime Bank, we make your banking easier, sustainable, and secure. GoTime Bank offers a 5% per annum savings interest rate, no missions to complete, no limits to worry about. So unlock your financial potential with no minimum amount and no deposit caps. So what are you waiting for? Create a GoSave account with GoTime Bank now. Download the free GoTime Bank app and open an account today. Visit www.gotime.com.ph. So that's G-O-T-Y-M-E.com.ph for more information. Para-ra-para! Halala Show Season 4 Mix Number 26. 26. Yes. Welcome to the Halala Show, everyone. Uh, our beatboxer in the background over there. That's Rika G, all the way in the UK, man. How are you doing? Hello. And that's JC, all the way in the Philippines for me. Yes. But for people listening in the Philippines, in the Kapit same Bahai. What's up, uh, Kapit <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, welcome to the Halo Halo Show. This is a podcast about everything and anything under the sun. And we have a lot of things to talk about. Really fun times, too. Indeed. Um, so, first of all, we do start with, we do have a structure. Mm-hmm. And we start with telling you all about our lives, unsolicited, mm-hmm. very real. Very raw. Know? Raw, raw dogging our lives into your ear holes, says Rico. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Parang no na lang. Yeah. Uh, that's called Where You Been. And then uh, we move on to our TTs, our trending topics for today. And we have four on the agenda. Uh, a, because uh, we, we've only done three in the last few. And B, because we now have a Zoom premium account. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. So today's TTs, Rika G, what is on the uh, the agenda? Okay. Okay. I I made it clear this time because last week I made it like <laughs> jumble jumble. So <laughs> this time around, we're going to talk about um, the Hercules live action film. So Hercules, who they're eyeing? Hercules, Hercules. I know. I love Hercules. Me too. I think it's like one of the top three like old Disney movies mm-hmm. that I like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be a Hercules live action movie, and we're going to talk about you know who our bets are, mm-hmm. um, and then we're also going to talk about bb reksha um her incident during one of her performances where a fan quote-unquote a fan threw a phone right. on her face okay <laughs> which is a serious thing yeah. i know it sounds it insane it sounds right. insane mm-hmm. um but if you've seen the photos it is just it is so, super serious yeah and then also, we're going to talk about um, the Titanic sub-search. Mm-hmm. So there's a Titanic submarine search that's happening. So basically, up until now, they're lost. Yes. Up, uh, like down, down, down. To the wire. In the sea. Mm-hmm. To down the to the wire. wire to the and wire. down in the sea. What wire? Yes. Ng <laughs> 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 fiber optic. Fiber optic, ano? <laughs> Under the sea lines. Under and- the sea. And the last thing we're going to be talking about is Taylor Swift, all the Swifties, specifically the Filipino Swifties that have felt uh, the 
the scorn of being snubbed mm. from the tour, Taylor Swift's tour, and some of the things, the discussions happening around why she decided to not make a stop here in Manila, despite, uh, you know, the Filipino Taylor Swift fans probably being yeah, one of the loudest and most passionate fans out there. So we'll yeah. talk about that. If you want to jump straight to the TTs, we do have timestamps in the podcast description wherever you're listening to this on. But shall we begin with where you been? Where you been? Go ahead. All right. I'll start. Uh, let's start with, and I got to say, uh, you have to watch Extraction 2 on Netflix, friend. Okay. It's hmm. so good. Did you watch the first one? No. No, I didn't. I'm going to assume it's it always was, a no for you. So No, it's always no, it's a no this time because I did watch the trailer for the first one okay. and dun pa lang medyo hindi na ako na entice. So Okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> na entice talaga. <laughs> it's good though. It's uh if you're a fan of action films specifically, it draws a lot of inspiration. The first extraction, well both extraction, but the first extraction if I'm trying to sell you on it, it's a mix between like John Wick and The Raid. And like those military movies set in you know foreign countries, it's it's a really good first opening movie, Extraction One. But Extraction Two takes it to the next level, man. And uh, I know you haven't seen it, Rikaji, but if you do, you're gonna be impressed just from the action cinematography. Uh, Wait, the, so who are they extracting this time? Okay, or this, is it a spoiler? Yeah. So the first one, they're extracting uh, a, a, a kid, kidnapped right? kid. Yeah, kidnapped kid. Yeah. And the second one, there's also kids involved again, but also it's a family this time in Extraction Two. I won't spoil uh, like why the, the you know who who the family they're rescuing is, but it's good enough. It's a good enough like reason for uh, Tyler Rake, who's played by the sexy Chris Hemsworth, right, to go back mm-hmm. into action because. If you watch the first one, you're like, how is he going to do this again? Like, because he gets fucked up in the first one, right? Right. So in the second one, you're like, I wonder what the storyline's going to be. And I think it's just it. the cinematography, as I was mentioning, there's a lot of one take action sequences, which is a cinematic like feat alone. Like if you've ever filmed wow. any video to do it all in. Well, it's not really one take for sure, but they film it as a one take shot. And Extraction 2 has an even longer one than the one that they had in the first movie. And there's more There's more action. Like, that's just, that's all I can say. It's so good. And the thing is, you know, for all the fans of John Wick out there, I have been saying, like, it kind of rivals John Wick, at least maybe the fourth one in terms of the best action movie of the year so far, I would say. And I love John Wick 4. So... If you haven't seen Extraction, go watch Extraction 1 and 2. Uh, since we're talking about Netflix, uh, I know you're a fan of this series. I don't know if you've watched the latest season, Rika G, Black Mirror. Have you seen it? Oh, I haven't seen it because I've been, you know, too obsessed with the Tour de France. Oh, that yeah. I can't there you go. Function. <laughs> but that's, on Netflix, that's on Netflix too, right? <laughs> it is. It is on Netflix. Yeah. And I've seen a lot yeah. of... I feel like one of these days I will... So it's a season, right? It is. It's a brand new season. Season yeah, 6. So. Uh, it's comprised of five episodes. Uh, no spoilers, of course, but I would say this is a hit and miss season. Like, there's, there's a out of the five episodes, I would probably say I enjoyed three of them. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's weird because this season for me also has probably the worst Black Mirror episode I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> really? <you know? laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying to avoid it because I know some people when I look on Reddit and stuff, it depends. Some people really liked it. 
Uh, but for me, the episode called Maisie Day is the worst Black Mirror episode I've ever seen. It's so garbage, in my opinion. Why is it my favorite? I'm like, it's the best! <laughs> but I will say that this episode also has two of the better ones in recent okay. memory. So... I still think it's worth a watch if you really want to, you know, just ch- choose and pick because usually each episode standalone, diba. Right? Uh, you can look up maybe like Black Mirror season six episode ranked or whatever if you want to do it that mm-hmm. way, or just completely skip Maisie Day I, I, <laughs> if you want. But overall, what, it's what good. would be mm. what would be your best like my top best? One? Oh, there's two. Yeah, for there's okay. two guys for me. Uh, one is called Across the Sea, which has Aaron okay. Paul from Breaking Bad, and he's yeah. just as good in terms of acting as he was in ba- Breaking Bad. It also has Josh Hartnett, who I had a huge man crush on in my early uh, early teens when he was in Pearl okay, Harbor. Okay, right on, right, right on. So that one, and the other one is called uh, something Loch Ness, like L O C H N E S S, but it has nothing to do with the Loch Ness monster. It's it's right. about true. I think that's the one I feel like you would like the best because. You know, I know you're super into true crime documentaries and, and, and podcasts and stuff. That tackles that aspect of people's obsession with true crime stuff. So those are the Wait, two. Wait, so this is just the season? This, this season, mean? yeah. Just this season. Oh, uh, uh, I yeah. was asking like overall. Overall, uh, overall, I'm, overall, I mean, White Christmas, Nosedive, The History of You. Those are like three that stick out to me. But there, there's, there's right. a lot. I mean, even Striking Vipers and the USS whatever. I forgot what it was. We're pretty good in my opinion, although I know Striking Vipers has a a lot of hate towards it. How about you though? Out of out of the top of your head, I really like Hated in the Nation. That's one. That one's good too. Yeah, it's a really good one that I didn't actually expect would have that turn. Because mm-hmm. at first you're like bees, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> and is, then big weird, lang, you know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think not not because it's such a good episode, but because it was the first one, the very first one, the, the prime minister one, the pig, the prime minister and the pig. Uh, I, yeah, I think I. I mean, like when it comes to you know storyline or whatever, it's not the best, but for me, it just really stuck to me it gives you i mean it's 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 what gives you the vibe of of black mirror of black mirror exactly it's mm-hmm. like you want to take a shower yeah after that after. episode True. gotta take a walk smoke a cigarette right after. <laughs> <laughs> but the earlier seasons the earlier seasons i would say still are top tier in terms of oh the yeah bleakness of it all I, sure. I guess i would call it the because it was bought by netflix like after season two or three mm-hmm. so like the british black mirror is what they call it most people call it Yeah. Uh, I think it really stands out. But, you know, overall, there's still good episodes in every season. So You know what surprised me? What's the that? Miley Cyrus one. Yeah. I quite enjoyed I I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that I would enjoy it. It's just that, because Ryan is a big fan of the Black Mirror series. Mm-hmm. And parang he made me watch that episode because I've never watched it before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is kind of funny, too. Yeah. It I- was the funniest um, scene there was when she got plugged in, mm-hmm. like a charger or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's so funny. And on people's list, like I see on TikTok, people reviewing like all the Black Mirror episodes, that falls on the bottom for a lot of people. Like, really? It's in the bottom, like bottom three or four. But I'm surprised because I also enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. So I guess it really just goes to show, like, it, it, it depends on your taste. So maybe Maisie mm. Day, Rika G, you probably, maybe you'll really like maybe. that. Maybe. But I think yeah. you're going to hate it, bro. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, 
this season it, it took a turn. I, I, that's, I don't want to spoil it because if I do say something, you're gonna expect it. Just watch it and just let let yeah. let, let, let me know. I what will. You think, man. Uh, but other yeah. than that, man, those are the things that I watch. Oh, I watched The Flash. Uh, we watched The Flash earlier this week. Yeah, so the movie itself was actually very entertaining. I would say. I mean, even though there's a lot of issues with Ezra Miller and whatnot, I think the movie as a standalone film, you know, it has. Uh, Michael Keaton, I, that's not really a spoiler because it's in the trailers, but I don't know if you ever remember the original Batman movies, like Michael Keaton, like the first one. Do you ever watch that live one? No, I don't think so. Michael no. Keaton, we... Yeah, no, you OG, you know, because I'm see Danny DeVito as uh, the Penguin. No, no, yeah, I so don't think so. He's, he's a yeah. big part of the movie, and he's one of the best parts of the film, and it, it just brings into, you know, the the, the world, like, the 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 thing that you know is the multiverse, whether it's both in Marvel... Yeah. And here, so it kind of brings that in together. And I would actually rank it in the if we're doing live action DC movies, I would put it like top four, man, top three, even maybe, mm. which is surprising. The CGI, there's a lot of crappy CGI, I would say, but overall, the enjoyment of the film it didn't detract from the enjoyment of the film. So, so who's the villain there? The villain actually is multiple people, you would say. And I don't want to spoil oh. one villain. But the other villain is a, a villain from uh, an older movie that was that was part of this, like, series. You know, like, it's 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 from right. the... Right, right, right. The Justice League, Superman, Batman kind of... This, this, I'm trying this to remember a villain from, like, the Justice League. They're not very memorable, no. <laughs> yeah, they're not very memorable. Yeah, man. But other than that, so those are the movies that I watched. I did host uh, an event last week. I, I told you about it. The Paw Patrol, right? The little kids, oh, yeah. yeah, kids, man, they love Paw Patrol so much, and it was it was super fun. And then I had a shoot for SM CyberZone, and so I had two days of shooting, and we talked uh, we talked with different brand ambassadors for different cell phones. And there was one phone that I, literally they said you could drop it and smash it, and I was just going at it, man. I was going pam pam pam, trying to break no. the screen. It is incredible. It's a, it's an honor phone that's the name of the brand honor okay uh but yeah finn man all right okay so my turn um when it comes to things that i watched this week just because i got really obsessed with you know pro cycling and not just the tour de france last week after you know finishing the Series. documentary on netflix um i went on you know into the rabbit hole okay deep into the rabbit further hole further than the so wines now, and girlfriends no, yeah, okay. further, All right. further, yeah. So um, I did watch like the other tours and the other uh, competitions that happened like a month before or like a few weeks before the Tour de France because it's happening in two weeks. Mm. Um, so I've been deep diving and it's just been super fun for me. I don't know if I can like, if this is the right time for me to geek out because the whole week I've been geeking out okay. and messaging, <laughs> you know, messaging random people. Hey, have you watched Boba? And nobody has watched anything. No. <laughs> like Giro d'Italia. I'm like, who? Who's that? I don't have friends. I don't have friends who watch any of those. <laughs> like, Tour de Suisse. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm the only one, like in my fr uh, friend group. But I was, I was pleasantly surprised because I did post, um, like my finally, I'm, I'm finally telling it to the world that I'm obsessed with, you know, pro cycling competitions and everything on my Instagram, and people were like. You know, replying and asking right. me stuff and stuff like that. Obviously, when di pa ako makapagreply na parang oh, who are your bets or whatever? Because 
you know, I'm not really, I don't really know a lot of things yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just there for the vibes and there for the vibes. Anyway, <laughs> but you know what I did though? Right. You know what I did? I joined a competition right. to win a pro cycle, uh, like a cycling kit, oh, I cool. guess. I know, I, I joined a competition in the like the Instagram of this one team that I'm rooting for. So you just have to put in questions that you want to ask them and then your question will be featured in one of their YouTube videos or something Whoa. like that. But okay. TBH, I really want it. Yeah. TBH, at this point, medyo malalim na ako sa rabbit hole, guys. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll be able to like tell you all about like stuff that I watch throughout the week because it's just really mm. super random. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we're like two weeks away from the Tour de France and I'm so, so happy. I feel like Netflix really did well on releasing that um, documentary for people to kind of like have time for people to have time to obsess over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the Tour de France. Because it's not like one week before the race. They released it like, what, three weeks before yeah. the race? Four mm-hmm. weeks. To so, build up hype. So parang, to build up hype. And that's, I feel like, marketing genius. It is. Amazing. Um, anyway, so I've been like literally geeking out about that the whole week. Um, and then actually this week, I also went back to Bristol because I've been staying uh, with Ryan here in Surrey for the past month. But... Um, I did go back in Bristol, which is like a two-hour train ride. So, hindi siya madali. <laughs> hindi siya like mabilis. It's not like one jeepney ride away or right. something. Yeah, so I had to go back and I stayed there for five days. So, I met up with my friend a couple of times, Charlotte. Charlotte is a Charlotte, real person. I saw her on your stories. I know. So, we went to a Filipino like food festival type of thing. Um, and it was so, like, I felt so at home. Because nice. pagpasok na pagpasok mo palang, may nagkakaraoke na. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yung parang, may kumakanta na ng listen by Beyonce. Ganon. As in, like, my ages. And I was like, honestly, I was so, super, so not ashamed na parang ako, I was explaining to Charlotte because she's from Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, I was explaining to her that we just really like to sing out loud right. with a microphone. Okay? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's our culture. Okay? It's okay. super simple. <laughs> and then they were also selling, you know, a lot of Filipino food. Pero at the same time, Grabe ang mahal. Ang mahal, but understandably because, you know, the ingredients, mm-hmm. they come from the Philippines. True. So parang yung, yung hot dog, ang mahal, it's like five pounds. How much is five that? Five pounds for an Five, Dude, five pounds for one red hot, hot dog. dog. Yung reg, red hot dog. <laughs> dude, ano magkano yun? Parang 400 pesos. Parang ganun yata. Parang ganun. Dang. So, you know, ginto is really, yeah. But I'm super happy because I got to... Buy and taste again. Hello, hello! Which is like, you know, shout out to our show. So, yeah, that was a really fun time. And I did let her taste a bunch of, what you know, like thing? delicacies. So the first yeah. thing was uh, the hello, hello, which was good because it was a hot um, day mm-hmm. that day. And, you know, the refreshing ice and milk and ube ice cream and everything it was just the perfect thing. Has she ever thing. had ube and before? Tr- no, she has oh. never. She had. She actually doesn't know about ube, and I. I was trying to remember if the the English term for ube. It's not purple yam, right? It's different. Is it? It's diba? not purple yam. Diba purple yam. Akala ko, akala ko iba eh. But anyway, I did say that. You know, ube is ube. ube okay, is ube, it's okay. ube. <laughs> and then we should make that a shirt. Was that ube her? Is ube. Was that her fate? What was her fate? <laughs> I, I need to know her exact reaction. 
to Uber. Actually, I am going to post a YouTube shorts about it. YouTube okay. shorts vlog. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna... Because there was a time that I got... So we got fresh lumpia, lumpia ng sariwa. Mm-hmm. And then we also got the red hot dog. And then we also got kuchinta. Ooh. And... Um, I got a Korean hot dog, but that wasn't okay. It was just like, you know, a lot of people like Korean <laughs> yes. food. Anyway. Oh, yeah, true, true. Um, diba, diba? So anyway, so when I let her taste the lumpiang sariwa, she kind of liked it. Also, she was, you know, she's, I think she's a vegetarian. Oh, okay. Um, so na enjoying it ang daming, or parang hindi naman pala vegetarian. More like, what do you call this? Like, she just likes vegetables. <laughs> so anyway, she enjoyed, <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes she would enjoy like vegetarian options, but right. she's not really a vegetarian. Yes. Anyway, so she enjoyed how fresh it was. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even the crepe, the crepe thing. Ay, yung wrap, that, yung, yung wrap oh, yeah. the wrap. Because I think it's a crepe, right? I believe so. Lumpia wrapper. Anyway. Oh, lumpia wrapper. Para kasi siyang crepe, crepe material. Me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also let her try lumpia, which is like the deep fried lumpia version. And then I think there was menudo. And kasi may table dun na free food lang. Eh. Like you can literally just take the food. <laughs> so, oh, mukha na menudo, chicken alaking, and like rice and stuff. So, mm. she kind of enjoyed those. It's just that obviously kasi syempre for something that, you know, that's new to you. Tapos masos pa. Mm. Alam mo yun, parang medyo iffy. Yes. <laughs> but when she did taste it, she really liked the menudo and stuff. And then, Yum. what's funky about her, she thought that it was really funky. The red hot dog. Sabi niya, I have never eaten anything that's that red my entire life. <laughs> this parang, well, you know, it's, it's gonna be good. It's salty and everything. Yeah. So... When she did taste it, she said that it's like a normal hot dog. It's like a hot dog. It's just, it's just weird. Yeah, it's parang no weird one lang dosha how red it was. <laughs> and I'm like, we were so, we were laughing the whole time. And then another thing that freaked her out was the kuchinta. Kasi, because, because I grew, we grew up with it. Mm. I never thought that, oh, nga, no, it has a weird consistency because it's jelly like, but it's sweet. Yeah. Jelly, sweet, and then it has coconut and stuff. But it's um, not overly sweet, then eh? You know what I'm oh, it's not overly sweet, mm. but still, alam mo, parang jelly siya. Eh. Yeah. And for I guess for a lot of people, you know, for you know, people won't just like bite into a dry jelly. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's dry, she. Hindi siya yung parang shiny gelatinous. jelly. <laughs> yeah, it's not super um, So I did explain to her like what you use in it. It's like you know, rice flour and sh- brown sugar. That's why it's brown. Mm. Then steamed and everything like that. So, uh, tinaste naman niya. It's just that sabi niya, you know, sometimes I really get anxious with like you know new food. But thanks for letting me try this. So mm. I'm really happy that she got to try Filipino food and that she got to. You know, like experience a Filipino like fiesta, fiesta. party type mm-hmm. of thing. Because literally, it really reminded me of a fiesta. Because parang may food, merong table dun na may free food lang. Mm-hmm. Tapos may hot dog. Alam yun, kulang na lang like scramble. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. And then there was a program. They had raffle. They had a raffle and everything. Um, so that was really fun. After that, actually, we went to a coffee shop. It was really nice. It's called Sweven Coffee. S W E V E N. So I don't know if you guys will ever be in Bristol at any point in your lives but I do recommend that um, coffee shop 
and uh, they just they're just really like alam mo parang very Japanese Korean aesthetic ay yung uso din dito yun eh, yeah yung yeah. parang very minimalist and everything but they do have like really really nice equipment there mm-hmm. um, which goes well with the place so it's really nice. Um, nice after that actually the next day oh so that night actually itself I went on an interview with a group like a Christian group called Bristol Street Pastors and if you guys don't know I'm doing my master's degree and I'm doing my final project which is a 30 minute documentary about um, homelessness here in Bristol and their access to food and drink so anyway I had to interview them for my documentary yeah um and then basically, this is so bizarre to me because I don't think I've ever, ever experienced or encountered um, a group that does this service for a city. Mm-hmm. So it's a group that's called Bristol Street Pastors. And then what they do is they go out on like Friday and Saturday nights, which is madaming like ulumalabas to party and everything, okay, right? Yeah. So what they would do is they would just go around like different bars and different... Um, clubs in different like parts of the city where a lot of people are drinking so that they can help people like kunwari lang may nahulog sa harbor or may may nagpass <laughs> may out sa or, harbor. yeah dude a lot of pe- apparently a lot of people <laughs> fall <laughs> into the harbor Damn. every week <laughs> ako din nagulat din ako oh, na parang di ba parang may barrier yan or something yun anyway yeah, but a lot of people like nagtatangka talaga sila to like jump into the harbor and shit. And wow. you know, obviously, if you don't know how to swim, baka parang liquid courage na lang na parang. <laughs> okay. I can do ako, this. Marunong. Hey, watch me. Hold this. my Cosmo. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people apparently do that. So, um, and then they're also helping out people who are just like they lost their their shoes. Yeah, Alam their phone, yung parang walang blank at their right. phone and everything. So they carry around like bags of flip-flops and water and some candies na parang just to help out the the drinking population. Very, basically. very, you know, Shibuya meltdown crowd. No? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So parang, and at the same time, kasi they also help out people who are living on the streets. Mm. So whenever they encounter people, kasi usually, um, these are people who are in the, like, the city center, like yung center yeah. talaga. Um, so they would help them out, give them water, and then ask them na parang, you know, do you have, do you have anywhere, you know, you can stay mm. temporarily? You want to get And it's such a bizarre concept for me because I don't think we have that in the Philippines. Not really. Parang a group that would go out and help the drinking population and, you know, people no. on the streets and everything. Grabe. It ma, was, ma, it was such a... Pwede. That's the most we have. Actually, the thing is, actually, ang smart din nila. Kasi even them, to, to be a Bristol Street pastor, um, you kind of have to go through training mental health, like suicide prevention. You right. need to have water training. You need to have everything. Kasi you can't just be like, okay, tutulong ako. Ganyan. Mm. Um, so they have training, which is super good. Also, they pointed out to me na parang, it's also different kasi when, let's say, the police are trying to help people, they would, the people would think, or the public would think that I'm in trouble. Right, right. Yeah. I don't want to get help from you. I get mm. So that's why they're there as just civilians who are trying to help, but they're not intimidated yeah. by them. That's cool. Diba? Huh? They're not in the police uh, uniform. Nice. But ang galing, what's also cool about them is they have these walkie talkies among all of the, like almost volunteers. all of them, volunteers. And that walkie talkie is actually. In the, um, what do you call this? In the line of the walkie-talkies of like the bouncers and the police. Oh. Para centralized. Right. Yeah. Whoa. Para centralized. So they hear it when there's this one club with a bouncer na parang nagkakaroon sila ng problem mm. with people there. So they can hear it on their so, walkie-talkies. Na sila which, is, dun, 
Diretso sila doon. And at the wow. same time, diretso sila sa diretso sila sa police and ambulance service because instead of waiting for them, you know, kunwari yung ambulance is like 10 minutes away, instead of waiting for the ambulance, so tatawagan na nila, they don't have to call anything. And then um, the people who need help can already get help from the Bristol Street Pastors, nice, which is man. like, cool. Diba? Oh, yeah. Ang galing-galing ng concept. Galing. First time din. Sabi ko nga sa, sabi ko nga sa main guest ko, main interview work ko, na parang, this is such an eye-opening concept. Yeah. So, it was just cool. Anyway, um, last one would be, I went on a bike ride yesterday with Ryan. We went on this cafe that's on the river, like on the canal, sorry. So, yeah, if you guys search it, the place is called... Um, Kiwi and Scott, mm. and it's all the cafe is actually on this like longboat, um, and then it's like right beside the canal. Na hindi naman yung canal na parang canal na. Kung saan tumatalo yung mga ano, yung mga drunk <laughs> But mga they can frogs. sober up there, mga huh? Frogs. They can sober up there after. Di yeah, ba? yeah, actually, pede. <laughs> Pero anyway, it's a really nice cafe. It was just such a nice day to um, ride my my bike, and mm. yeah, I think I think I'm gonna end there, right. Finn. Finn, all right. Let's uh, we'll pow to our first TT. Let's talk about. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Uh, oh so my gosh. Let's delve into the story, Rika G. According to Sean Bailey, who is the president of Walt Disney Pictures, he recently uh, told the New York Times that there, there will be a live action remake of the 1997 animated movie Hercules. And you mentioned earlier that it's probably top three for you, huh? Top three live yes, action. Yes, it is. Uh, it's top it three is. cartoon, I mean, rather. Uh-huh. Yeah. And actually, what I got I got really interested about this is because who I, I'm wondering who they're going to cast. And we do know that Danny DeVito is, you know, like the, the one voice. of the fam- famously who voiced, um, what's the character's name? The half- Horse, half. The half horse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, filthy. Filth. Half goat, cha. Oh, half goat, half goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, you know who I'm talking about. And right? then <laughs> apparently, people are interested to play Hercules. People, uh, sorry, Disney is interested in Taron Egerton mm. and Puede. Michael B. Jordan. What do you think? Puede. I mean, they have the body at least in terms of like yeah. they have the Herculean like look. Uh, I think that Taron Egerton can sing. I know he can sing because he sings in the. The animated uh, movies Sing 1 and Sing 2. I don't know okay, if Michael yeah, B. Jordan yeah. can sing. Uh, if he huh. can, then it would be good. If this is going to be a musical, good. which I hope that it will be. Like, I feel like they yeah. have to go down that route. Because they have Zero Hercules. Hero. Right? <laughs> Hercules has all the, like, re- like, banger songs, man. You know what? Actually, one of my... Ako, for sure, for sure, my favorite song in, like, the Disney, whole Disney, whatever, would be... Um, you no chance, no, no way. way. I won't you say, say that love. Con- you can say I that would... with conviction. That's your best song. I with conviction. With conviction. With okay. Conviction. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. That's a great I song. I won't say I'm in love. It's a great yeah, song. Sha-la-la-la-la. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who who are people wanting to play Meg? Or at least, uh, who do you want to play Meg if you have an idea? Oh if my you gosh. Heat up, diba? Heat up. Because, I, you know what? Because it's si Meg, Meg, diba? I was thinking... That girl who, that girl in um, Euphoria, si Maddie. Ah, si, uh, no, si, I, I know who you're talking about. The, yeah. I forgot her name in real life. The Latina, the Latina girl, right? Yeah, yeah. parang feeling ko lang it would be, parang perfect yung kasungitan niya. True. <laughs> Kasi masungit si Maddie. True, true. <laughs> uh, I don't know, and of course, maybe, I mean, you know. Sina, sina. I know, maybe I'm just like, you know, just 
Obviously, I'm just guessing. Yeah. So, ikaw ba? Who do you think would play Meg the best? Well, you know what? Meg is like, she's top. Because she made a god fall in love with her, right? Like, I guess a exactly. semi, semi-god. Two, two, two gods. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even more in, like, the actual lore, I think. Uh, well, at least, I don't know if Meg's a real character. But, you know, like, for that, in, in, the, in, in Greek mythology, right? Gods always fall for, like, beauty that is... You know, good enough for the gods, uh, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know, man. You'd have to cast someone, and they should be able to sing to do your favorite song justice. You'd have to, I don't know, man. There's a lot of talented. Uh, I feel like they should go down the route of casting someone unknown, though. Like for actually th- for the two main roles. Like I mean, me- being Hercules and Meg. Um, I think that would be great. But for the muses, I know that people on Twitter are super a buzz about like who should play the muses. Names like Lizzo. And, oh uh, my gosh, Jasmine. Lizzo! Yeah, see, uh, Jasmine <laughs> and Amber Riley are also names that are being thrown around. But you need like what if fierce, ano lang? Right? What if like wild card lang Aquafina? Oh, you know what? I'm a, I'm an Aquafina. I'd be down. I'm not a stan, but I'm not an Aquafina <laughs> hater, and I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Diba? Low key, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm down, right? <laughs> Uh, Jennifer Hudson, also another name, I, and I'm sure mm-hmm. she would do great. She would kill it. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, even like the other characters, like Zeus and and Hades, of course. Who should play Hades? That Hades, take along. The, the uh, no, I mean, huh. he's probably one of the best Disney villains too, because he's funny. Oh yeah, uh, but he's charismatic and also you know that's he's, the he's thing. Evil. That's the thing with evil people. Yeah, that they're man. always funny, dude. I don't Not know, anything. man. I feel like andame. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Twitter is abound with all these fan castings. I think Danny DeVito would would do, be fine though, as uh, as you know, if he you were to reprise so? his role as Phil. And some I don't people, think he would be. I don't think he so? would be open to like. No, I don't think he would be open to at this time like, of his career, the parang mug prosthetics and everything. Siguro. But he's so funny <laughs> and uh, always sunny in he Philadelphia. Is. So yeah, and he's still doing that kind of humorous role. Uh, some people are saying Jeff Goldblum from you know Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Oh my god, Park yeah. As Hades, yeah. as Hades would be a Ooh, a good that casting. Would be interesting. So yeah, I mean, it, that's that's what's happening. Like that's just what we're people are talking about online right now. Uh, any more thoughts on the Hercules? Live action fan castings on this point. I this am point. just, I'm just so excited. I cannot wait. There we go, man. All right, let's whoop out to our next TT. This one, uh, Bibi Rexha, as Rika G used to call her. Anong tawag? Bebe. Bebe Rexha. Bebe Rexha. Bebe. And I and I said that on air, you guys. <laughs> I am just so I cannot. Si anyway, Bebe so Reksha. okay. At this point, okay, fine. I'm just gonna say Bebe Rexha. <laughs> okay, I don't mean because Bebe she Reksha. is my. She is. She is a Bebe. <laughs> yeah, she is. Anyway, um, a fan through a phone on her face like in her face mm-hmm. like in one of her concerts yeah and so the video is on twitter it's everywhere and you guys can see now after the phone was thrown to her face mm-hmm. she fell to the ground like literally obviously yung una shock mm-hmm. parang, i can't i can't believe that this happened to me and then she fell to the ground and obviously people went to her and then she released a photo right after and she has like a black eye and her face is swollen basically so they did um get the guy who threw the phone to her face and she he did say like in her in his interview yeah Anyway, um, she he did say in his interview, mm. na parang she he threw the phone. 
He threw the phone to her face okay. because he thought that it would be funny. Yeah. At first, because when I before I read, I mean before I found that out about that, I thought maybe because sometimes fans they they hand their phone or maybe just lightly toss it so that the artist can uh. take a photo or a video or a selfie, uh, you know, with the phone. But in this case, it was intentional and meant to. Well, he said he thought it would be funny, but he really tried to hit her. Like he aimed for oh, her head. At saka, ano, at saka, if you see the video when he threw the phone, mm. yung parang corner ng phone yung tumama sa face niya. Yeah. And we've, I mean, I feel like on some level we we know the pain of na. like a phone, a phone falling on your face when you're like you know scrolling on Facebook at, yeah, in the middle of the down. night. Yeah. Ang sakit <laughs> na, ang sakit na kaya nun at that point. Oh, iPhone diba? lang yun, hindi, hindi Nokia. Imagine in the you know back <laughs> in the day, phone? <laughs> Nokia. Yung yung phone? Hindi, hindi ko alam. Sinasabi ko lang, it would probably if I was gonna not get hit, if I was gonna get hit by a phone, the last phone I would want to be hit by is a Nokia thirty three ten. Feel yeah, that will that will literally it's a brick. And they actually, you know, at fifty five ten. Oh, diba? Pwede din. Ano, din diba? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she has a cut on her face yeah, and man, she has a gnarly. bruised like eyelid. It's gnarly. Um, so at this point, people are talking about this issue mm-hmm. and questioning that should phones be banned in concerts? And what do you think about that? Because obviously at this point, ano na lang siya, normal na siya. Mm. It's an extension of your hands. Yeah. But this will this spark like, you know, a movement or true, something? True, true. I know I saw a TikTok where Bruno Mars actually already does that because uh, apparently his justification, and I think that uh, it, it's very sound, is that People nowadays are too focused on filming that they don't get to enjoy yeah. the whole experience. And we have a Lecha fan who uh, actually chimed in because we posted our TTs uh, prior to recording. This one from Lawrence who says, 90s and late 2000s concerts are the best. And then he and then he puts, my era. No smartphones recording and mm. blocking the scene. People just enjoying and grooving with the music. But now it's impossible to ban phones during concerts. Yeah. Minsan, nakakainis lang sa concert. Pag sabay-sabay nagtataasan ng mga phones, pag simula... But you just have to enjoy the show na lang. Or maybe I'm just old lang din. You know, it does have that. I get where he's coming from when he's saying that last comment. It's like, are we that old man now that's like, <laughs> no, back in my day, right? Yeah. Um, but I think Lawrence has a very fair point. That's what I was going to say. Um, a lot of it is, I mean, there are a few people out there that are recording so that they can review the memory. But I think a lot yeah. of people are just reviewing to show that they're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, look, I got tickets. And it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, definitely. We've been there yeah. in their shoes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ako, I would take, I definitely had to take a video of like one song ng Coldplay just to say na, wait lang. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> I'm here. It's, it's happening. Real. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think uh, Lauren's can only say that it's because na experience nga yung point na walang cell phones mm-hmm. in concerts. Yeah. But can you imagine, you know, these kids nowadays who were mm-hmm. um Glued. I can't believe Glued I'm saying I'm I can't believe I'm saying that line. These kids <laughs> yeah. um who were born in the two thousands, you know what I mean? Yeah. Na wala silang alam but to actually take a video of of um, what's going on in of their a life. concert. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So parang it's it's kinda hard to to regulate that especially yeah. because phones 
when you when you go into a concert, talagang it's also for your safety. You need your phone. Yeah, so, I get that So well. what are they going to do? And I'm actually a little curious about what happens in a Bruno Mars concert. I don't know. siya if he sees... A phone? I don't know. But in or terms of mean, uh, like... to address yung... Uh, I know the other concern would be, paano kung nawala yung phone ko, right? During the whole yeah. handling process. So in Bruno Mars's concert, the guy on TikTok showed... Like, uh, they have a, a technology na parang basta nakatag yung phone mo sa isang whatever so that oh, it's damn. for sure that you'll get your phone back. Because I've done similar things for movie screenings. I think you've yeah, made, movie right? Screenings. Movie screenings, they put your phone in yeah, a yeah, yeah. Ziploc and then Zip they give lock. you a card. Uh, uh-huh. So maybe, but it, yun lang, uh, when it, versus a movie and a huge concert with thousands of people, I'm sure the logistics are way different. And yeah. Bruno Mars has that kind of money, I guess. But what about ano smaller artists? Ano yung bumili siya artists? ng like 10,000 Apple tags? Mga ganun. ganun. <laughs> he has the money, man. Sobrang uh, yaman niya. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, just to answer your question, I would be okay with it not being, you know, yeah. with no phones there. Bro, the weirdest the weirdest time for me would be probably like a little bit before 2010. Kasi people were... People were Getting um taking videos on their iPads. Yeah, iPads. A- ako parang medyo <laughs> ibang level na yun eh. Parang phones. Okay, pwede pa. Pero <laughs> parang 13-inch iPad. <laughs> Nakakaloka ka. Tapos magbabasa ng e-book, no? While waiting, di ba? Uh, but I always say, not always, but uh, the, the, I liken it to, you know, whenever you go to a party and you have yeah. those people taking photos of like yung cake and stuff. Uh-huh. Dude, those photos never see the light of day. Oh yeah, for me. And these videos Ever. are gone, and I mean, they get posted the stories, and then they probably are never seen again. Like mm-hmm. besides maybe once, you know, if your friend says, "Oh, pumunta ka sa yano, Bruno Mars, pakita nga," and they'll probably mm. show it that one time. But like, what is the actual purpose of your recording? I think is something that people should maybe, you know keep in mind when they do that. Like, I get it. Like, you want to post the story that, you know, Ariana comes out on stage. It's so cool. Right. But then after that, man, it's gone in the wind for most people. I'm not saying everyone, yeah. but for most people. So, I don't know, man. Also, uh, that's a crappy friend for you to have. Na parang, patingin nga, pumunta ka ng Bruno Mars. Sige nga. Receipts? I need receipts. No. No. Get out of my face. Okay. But yeah, I mean... I don't I know. I mean, how about you? Like, obviously, you would still bring your phone, right? You have but to bring your phone you? to the venue. Uh, do Ika, but do you take a lot of videos? When was the last concert that I haven't you really went been to? to concert, but when I do go to concerts, I usually take one to like, at the one. start. Pagano paglabas ng artist because usually that's uh-huh. a hype moment. That's favorite song, pwede. Favorite, favorite song, favorite and then song. of course yeah. yung ano uh, encore. So, bali three oh, minimum. Yeah. So, and even that, I think that might be pushing it in terms of what maybe these people are going for in the phoneless at all, like go completely phoneless. But at the same time, it wouldn't kill me. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm. I wouldn't be like, no, I need to bring my phone. Like, I wouldn't be a Karen about it. But yeah. in, uh, logistics wise, and as you said, people are really tethered to their phones nowadays, and it's an extension of their life. Uh, yeah. It will be hard to implement that across. Like all concerts, but definitely, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe one day, you know, maybe one day, or at least just a discussion, bring up a discussion to, for people to be, you know, more in the moment, in a sense, as Lawrence said, grooving and enjoying the music. Got it. Right. So, yeah. Any more thoughts, Rika G? That's it. Man. All right. Let's wapow to what I think is the scariest uh, TT 
like that we've talked about in a long while, I man. I I feel like this is the culmination of all of your opinions about the, the ocean. ocean where we don't all belong. These, the five years, yeah, of man. We don't this belong podcast. in there, right? Uh, so we're and uh, I mean, you know, we're laughing right now, but it is a serious matter. There is a Titanic is. tourist, uh, Titanic tourist submersible. That's what they're calling it. So basically, it's a it's a underwater craft, and it has mm. taken some. Uh, very wealthy uh, uh, passengers on it to go down, yeah, and go down and like check out like the Titanic, like the the Titanic wreck. <laughs> uh, and each ticket apparently costs two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a seat for an eight day trip, which include uh, which included dives to the wreck at three thousand eight hundred meters deep. And as of a few days ago. They have lost contact with that submersible. And up until now, and Rico was talking about it earlier, based off the time of this recording, in terms of how much air the passengers have left, it's only mm-hmm. four or five hours left. Uh, yeah, before, five hours. Before, up until... Yeah, until they run out of air. Yeah, five hours, yeah. And it's looking grim, man. Uh, I mean, what what can you say about it? Like, first of all, before we talk about what actually, like... The stuff that happened behind the scenes, that's crazy, right? Like, how do you lose a, a, a vessel, a modern vessel? Like I know, that? yeah. Especially during a, that is... a trip that is, you know, a very hazardous in a sense. You should have all the fail safes. Yeah, exactly. And to have that, you know, that price tag on that ticket, you would think that they would have, you know, like all these security measures and people who are, you know, um, right then and there can rescue them. Yeah. Um, but if you do look at all of like the news coverage um, on this Titanic submarine, uh, they did a lot of a lot of like news coverage would um, interview like ex-military whatever mm-hmm. and it actually puts things in into perspective so I highly highly suggest na parang if you are like con- confused as to how and why this happened and everything um, you know watching all of those news coverage and when whenever they um, interview experts mm-hmm. and whenever they interview people who have been on a Titanic submarine yeah who have actually seen like the Titanic wreckage, down under yeah. their mm-hmm. wreckage? Um, it actually, yeah, parang medyo ma ma ano muna, damn, ano, how how did this happen? So as of right now, actually, as of an hour ago, right now there's Canadian military mm-hmm. that's searching for them because it's not just you know like one country. I think. Plus, there's billionaires Kasi, on board, so you know yeah, like their family yeah. has money. Like, and they're oh, yeah. probably sending all resources possible. One of the missing people, or one of the people on that ship, is actually a uh, British billionaire mm. businessman yes. and explorer named Hamish Harding. So they mm-hmm. have resources coming in, and which is weird as well because one of the things that popped up online is that there's a photo of like the inside of the thing and what they're using to control the machine. And keen-eyed like gamers were able to spot that it's being controlled by a forty-dollar like video game controller. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, yeah. what? What is that? And then bro? what's uh, another thing that's crazy about it is there's this one button that controls the the door. Mm. So like yun lang like <laughs> they're actually shocked as at at how simplistic the whole thing is. Yeah, which I believe. Anaisip ko naman kasi baka naman they really made it that simplistic. 
for it to actually go down underwater that far. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, lang it, it doesn't have like the you know the whole tech like the whole techie so many buttons kind of thing to make it yeah. very accessible. And because of that, I actually learned that the U.S. Navy actually uses Xbox controllers on their submarines. Did you no. know that? Yeah, they repl- uh, as replacements for bulky flight sticks used for controlling oh, periscopes okay. and photo and photonic mass. So. Uh, but in that case, naman, they're not using the controllers to control the whole thing. In this case, it seems mm. like they use this $40 controller to control the actual submersible, Damn. which is, I don't know. It just seems like yeah. if you're investing that much and you're charging that much for a trip down there, you would have top shelf, I don't know, like Tesla level, yeah. Mercedes level equipment. I don't know what what equipment is used on ships, but whatever the number one supplier is, they should have gone with that. Yeah. Right? Actually, you know, um, I do remember watching a video where they interviewed, like a, a newscaster interviewed an expert about all of this. And parang the main question was, how can you send people down there without any training? And he did say that, well, obviously, these are people that are adventurers, quote-unquote. Mm. You know, they do have the money to pay right. whoever they want so that they would let them go um, go into the submarine without any training or, yeah. you know, with little training. It's the same thing as, you know, people who have the money to go on SpaceX or something like that. I get that. So uh, it's the same thing. Parang ganun, parang adventurers sila. And this is like one of the riskiest things mm. that you can do. So as of now, as of now, I think the main um, the main update would be the running out of oxygen in five hours. Yeah, and I'm hoping, yeah. and I, we, Rika and I were discussing discussing it behind the scenes. Hopefully, they you know it happens before they you know before it, before they run out, and they make a documentary yeah. out of it, and it's gonna be intense and whatnot. But man, I just don't I don't know what to say. I feel like it's it's looking yeah. grim, but I'm hoping for the best. And I guess that that's my final thoughts on this. Like. We don't belong in the ocean, man. I'm just saying. That deep <laughs> down there, <laughs> that deep down there, we don't yeah, belong bro. in the ocean, man. 4,000 meters deep. You know? Kilometers, I, ano ba? <laughs> yeah, 3,800 meters. Four kilometers. Like, imagine running that on land. That's how far deep down they are. Yeah. And we don't know what's down there. That's we what's don't crazy. Know. The Meg. That's how. That's where the Meg came from. They had to go down three layers <laughs> yes. of freaking like whatever the sphere is down there. It had yeah. to pop out through a freaking volcano or whatever it was. Like, a, I don't know, man. I think. I think also there's also that danger now if they were they were found obviously yeah. if they are found, yung mm. the the ascent would also be dangerous. Yeah, because of the pressure, and it won't. Yeah, and it won't take like 30 minutes mm-hmm. to go up, obviously. Yeah. And if they only have what, how many more hours right. of oxygen left? Yeah. And then there's also the danger of the people who who will be on that, you know, craft na magsisave sa kanila. It's another danger for them. Because what yeah. if they get stuck there? More risks. So it's another involved. thing. Yeah. More risks. Yeah. So. Yeah, we are. We are hoping for hoping the for best. the best, man. Uh, but yeah, so I guess next week we'll. I mean, by by probably by tomorrow we'll mm. see if they end up declaring closing Pero off the search or two hundred two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yes, dollars. Half Grabe. a quarter of a billion, a quarter of a million dollars to get on there, and I mean to I guess fulfill the thrills that 
adventurers seek, man. Sometimes at that mm. level of wealth, they've probably done everything that they could on land. And exactly. they wanted to Actually, venture into I the know. sea. Diba? Yeah. Right? I, I yeah, feel like yeah, that's yeah. what happened. I mean, that's the re- that's one of the kind of selling points of that trip. Uh, and I mean, I, it would be like in terms of I get it, right? Like how cool would it be to see the wreckage of what probably the most famous maritime disaster in history? Mm. Like that's something that no one, not really many people in the world have ever seen like in person, yeah. maybe just through the eyes of a underwater cam. But to say that or you did movie. it in person or the movie, mm. right? So, <laughs> you know, if you see it in person, you can say you are one of like what, maybe like 40 people to ever see it. And that yeah. is something I understand why that was worth their money. But wow, mm. man, like, you know, at, the, at that point right now, they're probably not, you know, they're not thinking about that. They just want to survive. So hopefully, man, hopefully they make it out, man. Uh, any more thoughts on this? That's it. All right. Wapow. Wapow. All right. We're talking about Taylor Swift. So all the Filipino Swifties out there are uh, sad Wrecked. right now. Sad. sad. Wrecked. Uh, Marissa said, uh, what did she say? Today is a day of mourning. That's what she messaged me yesterday. Today is a day oh of mourning. Oh, my gosh. Because Taylor <laughs> Swift did not add the Philippines to her set of tour dates and destinations for her The Era's tour and wow oh it's surprising because even taylor swift has said herself that filipino swifties are some of her top listeners in the world so it makes pe- people are now wondering speculating why was the philippines not added to the dates for her tour and uh, let's talk about that rika g why uh well uh on twitter apparently there are there's discussions uh whether did taylor just not like the Philippines, that's one of the discussions. The other thing is, in terms of venue, that's one of the big discussion mm. points. Someone mm. on Twitter posted, and of course, I don't know how true this is, but did get it did garner a lot of reactions, was that maybe Taylor did actually want the Philippines on her tour, but based on inside intel, and I don't know what this inside intel is, was that apparently because the Philippines does not have a quote-unquote proper national stadium within an urban area, uh, the stadiums mm-hmm. did not meet the regular hosting requirements uh, that that other countries did meet. Ah, dahil sa dahil sa Philippine Arena. I guess so. Maybe because Philippine Arena malayo. I guess so. That's one of the reasons. Now, another reason now being is from another Twitter user who says that the Eras tour requires a lot of stage and set changes, and I think in terms of you know the I guess whatever. Philippine Arena or whatever they were considering here does not have the capacities or the capabilities to do all the things that want that make Taylor Swift's like vision for her tour right. come to life. So those are the three, I guess, the three things. So you know, one is did Taylor just not want to come here, or two is that is it because we don't have an arena that's close by to the central area, or three is because the arena or the stadium or whatever, we don't have the capabilities of producing the show that she wants. Those are the three things. And yeah, actually, those <laughs> two, the last two, I think like the last two reasons, I think it's something that parang very logical. It is. It makes sense. Now, they are just lo- uh, looking at the production side of it. And obviously, they don't want to half-ass anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that Taylor Swift will al- always be Taylor Swift. But, you know, it is a big production. Yeah, I agree. And... Yeah, so parang gets ko naman if those would be the reasons, but pero parang ang mean naman nung he, she doesn't like the Philippines. She's been here before, parang, right? I, I think know so. red. I think red day. Eh, yeah, I the, know. I know they were even giving out tour. like uh, yung mga uh, parang win a win a ticket through yeah. parang corneto yata yun or whatever, like an ice Uh-oh. cream brand. 
Yeah, it was Cornetto. Marissa so... just said Cornetto to me because she tried to win. She didn't win, man. Okay. You know, you can't, you can't fool her. Right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but honestly, like, sakin, naisip ko tuloy. Like, I'm just going to add on one more theory onto mm. there for me. What if, like, this is just like a marketing ploy? Na parang, let's see the clamor in the Philippines. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? Lad- like, an- I additional see... dates added. Oh, oh, can you imagine? Grabe, uh, sold out. Wala pang 30 seconds. Yeah, for sure. That's how you do, you know, PR. Yeah. <laughs> and for sure, Taylor, we will not sell bags of air here, okay? No, Di ba yun yung no. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, uh, but based off that second point, which is yun nga, it's not in an urban, like it's not within the main area. There was discussions through that thread on Twitter and saying like, you shouldn't direct your hate towards Taylor and her team. Well, we should be not really hate, but we should direct our like our, what do you call it? Our grievances towards our, uh, you know, the people that are making these stadiums here. Like, why don't we have like a main stadium that is a huge draw for not just international mm-hmm. artists, but I mean, in, in some sense, Araneta was the one that was kind of, th- it's the one for us in a sense, because yeah. it's in, it's in Cubao, diba? it's in the central, I mean, not really central, but it's accessible. Uh, it did, it did, and it does still hold big uh, artists, but do we need a bigger one or do they need to improve that one? I feel like those are the things that maybe should be discussed. Yeah. Like our tax money should be going to improving something that will, help benefit the economy as well, right? Pero grabe sayang, sayang sa Araneta kasi mm. I saw somewhere that Quezon City is like one of the cities that's like one of the top listeners of Taylor Swift. Oh, oh for sure. Literally. For sure. <laughs> Literally. I swear you cannot go to any sort of bar or event or anything within the day and you won't probably hear a Taylor Swift song being played. Oh, yeah. Like it's, for it's sure. there, Birthday man. party ng two-year-old. Oh, yeah. Lahat. May, meron. Yeah, actually, sa LTO, feeling ko pinipay. <laughs> Alam mo yun, yung parang, <laughs> uh, nasa ER ka. Because <laughs> she makes bangers, man. Like, uh, I know oh, yeah, you yourself, does. you're not a big Taylor Swift fan, but you can appreciate naman that she has made hits upon hits upon hits Alam mo, every year, every album. It's just there's at least two or three bangers on there. Oh yeah, but alam mo, I feel like I would be that fan na parang let's say nabigyan ako ng free ticket or something and I'd be like, mm, I don't think I'm gonna enjoy it. Right. Parang okay, sige, I'll go. Pero once I'm there, I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but be truth like, be told, man, like I'm not a big, for example, Coldplay fan and medyo nagsisisi yeah. because I know you went here, like we got tickets through RX, yeah, right? Bro. And uh, they offered me, I was like, do you want to go? And I was like, Layo eh, nasa MOA pa yun eh. Big mistake. A big mistake in hindsight. Because I only know like three Coldplay songs at the time. Mm. And now with the BTS song and everything. But just just seeing like, you know, and seeing not just here in the Philippines, but how they do their performances. Man, I, I missed out, man. Like, it's really coordinated. And they really had a vision that they brought to life, which they bring to life in different countries. And I think, yun nga, like the third point, point I brought up earlier Taylor doesn't want to half as a half as a show, right? I think that she really is that performer. You know, like she if it's not this, then it cannot be. We cannot do this. And yeah. I feel like you know, even with Philippine Arena and it's huge I think it has the highest capacity in the world for an indoor whatever. Like if you look it up on Wikipedia, I don't think capacity was the issue. I think it's more of logistics. Mm. For the Pero grabe no, for them, if that's the case then, and for them to actually turn that down, mm-hmm. it just means that it's not about that. 
Yeah, not in terms of attendance. I don't think they're worried about attendance. They're worried about, I think, logistics. That's what I'm guessing. Of course, none of Mm. that is confirmed. And I don't think they ever will. Like, why would Taylor release any sort of statement? Like, it would just harm them, harm her brand here, if ever. I don't think they're going to do that. But we can, I guess, take educated guesses. And to me, I've always said this. I freaking hate the location of Philippine Arena. It is just Mm. not fun to get to. Whether you commute or whether you drive, it's just not a good time getting there, man. Like, it, but that's it's the thing, because I guess, I guess, like the main point of like the Philippine Arena is because para malayu siya, you know, in the heart of the city where mm. all the traffic and everything mm. is. Para lahat ng pupunta don are actually like they really are going to the venue. Right, but then right. again, how? how accessible is it? Mm. Kumbaga, kung lahat din naman ng pala, pala ng pupunta doon would be, would be stuck in traffic, yeah. then what is the point of it being there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Pero, uh, uh, question ko actually, do you think that Taylor Swift can fill up maybe three Philippine arenas? Oh, she could have four, she could have a whole seven-day tour and it would fill up every day. I'm 100% every, confident yeah, in that. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's, she Actually. is the biggest artist. I think here in the Philippines, she's probably the biggest international artist. Even surpassing Ariana, surpassing Beyonce. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like Taylor sure. Swift has a wider appeal. Uh, and, and that's just me talking out loud. I don't know that as statistics. But I, I wouldn't doubt that she could sell out seven days in a row. I, I have no doubts about that. Did you see that she will be touring up until like mid twenty twenty four? Yeah, I saw that. Bro, that's a that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Grabe. Until feeling August tuloy, of next year. Feeling ko tuloy, like last nige batong tour or yeah. something. Because like you know, it takes out a lot from a person to yeah. go, diba, tour. And we've we've heard that from different artists. Right. Na parang, you know, they they love seeing the fans all over the world, but it takes a lot out of them yeah. to tour. Yeah, 100%. I mean, B- yeah. Bieber had that whole thing where he had to cancel oh, his yeah. thing because he got overwhelmed. And, you know, I understand. And good for him that he took that mental break. Uh, but, like, just looking at the tour date list, I mean, Mexico City got four days. Tokyo got four days. Uh, so... You know, like sing- even like Australia only got three, man, compared to Japan, right? And you would think, I mean, not, I mean, I don't know what the Taylor Swift, the Swifty culture is in Japan or whatever, uh. the fans there, but you know, I would, I would venture an educated guess that there are more Filipino Swifties than Japanese Swifties because of just the language, for example. Mm. So it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy in that sense that why we didn't get a tour date here. And I doubt it's because of fans. I just kind of want to put that out there. I don't think Swifties have failed Taylor Swift at all Uh-oh. in this case. It's up until now. Up it's until now, freaking twenty twenty three, dude. Like no people way, are still standing with Taylor, oh, yeah, it, with all of the controversy and everything. But it's so tiring because yeah. she's going from Singapore, from Singapore, direction to Europe, France, Sweden, Portugal, mm-hmm. Spain. Back to France, the UK. Oh, baka pwede ka. UK, Edinburgh. Yeah. Meron Edinburgh, di- Liverpool. Meron din siyang London eh. Ayaw nga. London, siyempre. Ano, siyempre. Wembley. Wembley. Uh, Ireland. Oh, bring you, ano. Bring, uh, what's your friend's name? Charlotte. Oh, bring Charlotte, man. <laughs> Is Charlotte a Swifty? Dala kayo ng red hot dog, diba? Man. <laughs> I don't know. Vibe. Dude, It that'd be, be such a vibe to actually like have like Taylor Swift. Because ba like in our concert halls here, mm. they sell like yung mga ganun, like mga hot dog ganyan. Yeah. Like, dude, red hot red dog. Red hot dog, Tapos, baby. Diba? Diba? pa ba yung ano? Yung... Red? Um, our song. <laughs> 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 Tagal na nung our song. <laughs> 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 
Dude, our song is like my favorite Taylor Swift song. Yeah. I, that's the song that made her blow up. I and mean, that's when she was still, quote unquote, Taylor Swift, hindi our country. Ba? Country. Oh. Teardrops on my guitar. The same album, yeah, sila, same album. Sila. What, the one that blew her up? Maybe it was Teardrops. You might be right, actually. From yeah. that album, because it was Tim McGraw. Teardrops on my guitar and our song. But our song is the one that really made me notice her. Yeah. Right? Our, our song, song is a slam screen door. <laughs> it's the best. I mean, even if yeah, there's always something, to, there's a song that I'm sure any fan or anybody can appreciate from her. Right. But I doubt that she'll delve into the Taylor Swift original song. Uh, yeah, because she has a new album, sha, and yeah. you know she does have like fairly recent bangers, even just like the last two years. But Red Man, Red um, is the one for me. That is my n- number one. And really? Then, yeah, close to 1989. Like those are the two albums for me that are peak. I wouldn't say well, I, I would call it peak, but obviously she's still at her top right now. But for me, those are the two albums where I'm like, that is the Taylor Swift era that I would go and watch a concert of but if I could go honestly, back can I just say that like the folklore and the other one, ano yung after no folklore? I forgot. Basta um, medyo, ano, eh, medyo ano, parang deeper na yung mellow. Muscle. Yeah, more mellow. Actually, for me, I would like to say that those two albums that she released on YouTube or something, alam mo yun, yung parang yun lang yung release niya. Yeah. Um, for me, it was really refreshing. Mm. And to see her as an artist who releases like all of these pop songs and then for her to release something that's like more mellow and I feel like she really enjoyed making but yeah. for me it made me appreciate her more as an artist but mm-hmm. ah, okay she can actually make music like just for her enjoyment right right and that's how it is and I think they also you know how I raved about Miss Americana yeah. when I watched it on Netflix mm-hmm. na parang they also touched on that yeah. on her song making abilities she's and great. how she makes songs na parang you know she's really into it and for me very although I didn't really you know I didn't really play the album over and over again yeah, yeah. but it was refreshing to see her release those songs yes yeah, I think so man and I think it, it yeah, goes to show her staying power in terms of still retaining even like the older fans like because mm. for example Justin Timberlake he did something similar I don't know if you caught Justin Timberlake's last album or latest album it was a similar album but he came out with a similar vibe a few years ago where he shifted from his uh, you know his pop and R&B bangers and went down that route and his album I don't know if it flopped per se but he did not garner as much you know uh, he's not as popular anymore because right. that album did not do as well. So it goes to show that Taylor Swift, even though Folklore was a big shift from her other albums, people are still, you know, wanting... Like, Justin Timberlake... Basically, what I'm saying is Justin Timberlake will not sell out seven shows in a row here. I'm, I don't mm. think he would anymore. Maybe back in the day he could have. But now, no more. But Taylor Swift, man, no, no question. Easy money. Easy money in the bank right there. Easy, not just money, easy millions. Easy millions. <laughs> easy millions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. That, that's it. That's it, man. Yeah. So any more final thoughts on this? Do you think, do you think, like you said, do you think there will be a, uh, dito? a tours added or dates added in the future? I will, I'm really hoping, but I think right now people are just scrambling for Singapore. Singapore, yeah. People from the Philippines will be like, okay, okay, get Singapore. Mm-hmm, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Pwede. then again, it's not, not a lot of people can do that. True. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully they do add, yeah. you know. Oh, Sabrina Parang, Carpenter's her opening act? 
dude, that's oh, a, wow. That's dope. Dude, na, I na, love na, her song. Na, uh, na, na, what's that song? Yeah. Uh, what's the song? The one in the home. What's the title of that song? Freak, man. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> this is so bad. But I Wait, love I've that been song. Listening to, no, nonsense. 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 Dude, that, song is not, that song is so good. And I know I might that, get hated for is, it, but it sounds good. like it's like an Ariana song. But yeah. Sabrina Carpenter. So I don't know if that's a bad thing to say, but it's. I thought it was Ariana when I first heard it because it sounds like an Ariana banger. But that song is so good, bro. It Sabrina is, Carpenter. It is. So you get you get Sabrina Carpenter and Taylor Swift. Man, I didn't know that she had an opening act. Oh, huh. uh, it says with special guest Sabrina Carpenter. I don't know if she's gonna join her for all the tour dates. If she does, mm. wow, that's huge. I mean, good for her. And yeah. it's not like Sabrina Carpenter can't sell out shows either. I mean, in select markets, I'm sure she has millions of followers and she has, you know, she came from Disney Channel. But to be able to join Taylor Swift, like that's just a power combination wherever you get to see them. For sure. Damn. For sure. All right, man. Uh, wapow? Wapow. All right. That's the podcast for today, man. Oh, thank you, by the way, to our sponsor, Go Time, man. We got a sponsor. We got a sponsor. sponsor. Um, So yeah, please continue to support the podcast. It means a lot to us, uh, not just for the sponsors, but because we really love doing what we do here. And it seems like a lot of Leche fans enjoy what we do. We also have something new. Rika G G had to message me because she's a millennial. I know. Uh, I'm a millennial. What is a broadcast channel on Instagram? So So it's, you know what, you guys, if you were here from the very start, do you guys remember when we created that group chat um, on Instagram where you had to be added personally by us? So it's kind of like the same thing, but this time around, you can subscribe to it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, although you yeah. cannot chat in it like a group chat that we did before, unless uh-huh. we give you permission, like unless we add you as a whatever, like a contributor or whatever. What we can do is it's a centralized place on Instagram where uh-huh. we can update you or we can ask for feedback on uh, trending topics or got us a question. Like it's basically a place where you can find all the updates to our podcast in yeah. one single chat. Um, but if you are if you aren't on Instagram, we are on Facebook still. So it's the Halo Halo Show Facebook, uh, <laughs> the Halo yeah. Halo Show Leche Fam yeah. <laughs> group. Um, it's on Facebook, and there you can actually post whatever you want, yeah. as long as you're not selling anything, True. or you're not scamming anybody. Yeah. So shout out to Lawrence Enriquez who actually commented and gave us material to talk about on today's podcast. Yeah. So you can do stuff like that. Be like Lawrence. Be a Lawrence in a world full of a name that we that won't get us in trouble. Be a Lawrence in a uh, world full of <laughs> I don't know um, Karen. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry Karen. to all the Karens out there. Um <laughs> yeah, but if you are a Karen and you are a Lech fan, please do comment and uh follow us on our Instagram broadcast channel. Enrica G mentioned that you're doing a short soon for our climbs. What's going on? With that, yes. So I'm gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do um, YouTube shorts, like uh, the short form vlogs, which I'm truly, truly enjoying. So it's our climbs on YouTube, and please subscribe or just basically just watch. You don't have to subscribe if you don't want to, but if you do want to, then go ahead. There we go, man. <laughs> uh, and for me, if you want to catch my solo podcast, it's called Teveza the Best. Uh, basically, I just talk about what I talk about here, but I delve deeper into movies and stuff. Especially, I, I, I hate on a lot of movies. <laughs> on there but i also give a good uh, a lot of good suggestions i think so if you want to catch that it's also on spotify or apple podcast but with that being said that's the podcast rika g shall we extra song i love the show bye bye hold up what was that 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.